The book of Proverbs, starting with chapter 16. The first several verses are about, um, you know, the ways of the fallen man versus the ways of God. And, you know, they're, they're good verses to meditate on. Are our ways, are we choosing our own way in life? Are we, because that's kind of the, the way of fallen man is to come up with reasons why his own way is good, why our own way is good, versus laying down our life and seeing, Lord, what is your way to go? And so these are, you know, good verses to meditate on in that regard. 18 is the famous verse, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before stumbling. So again, this kind of goes with all the previous verses about choosing the way of the Lord, that it be better than silver and gold, that we humble ourselves and seek the Lord's way, realize that there is far more good, more wisdom, more truth, more of the life of God that we don't yet have than that there is that we do. And everything that we have, we've been given by the grace of the Lord. And he is everything, and he's bringing us into so much more. <laughs> How can we think highly of ourselves? And 25 sums up, it's also kind of famous verse, and sums up a lot of the, what came previously in this chapter. There is a way which seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Uh, the wisdom of the world seems good because it's of the world and we're in the world. And so it seems good and we can go that way, but its end is death. God's wisdom is above that and its way is life. 32. He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who captures a city. So ruling our inner self and not... Uh, uh, not bursting forth in anger or anything else um, that is not good and righteous. Obviously, uh, Jesus was angry when he was tearing up the, uh, the you know, the money counters. Um, so there's a, certainly a righteous anger. Um, but most anger is not righteous. And so ruling ourselves being very important. And then finally, the lot is cast into the lap, but it's every decision is from the Lord. And so sometimes we look at ourselves and think we're lucky or unlucky or fortunate or whatever. But it's saying, look at everything that comes is from the Lord and being at peace with it, thinking, hmm, well, this must be good. It's from the Lord. And we're on to 17. Chapter 17 starts with the importance of peace. And with the fact that a servant, if you imagine a, a rich man with many you know, servants and also sons, and a, a son that's wayward and a servant that acts wisely and does according to the way he should go, the father is going to have the servant be in charge of things, not the son who makes poor decisions. And so, um, you know, it's a good word to living living faithfully and righteously, and, and the Lord will reward us. And the Lord does refine us as silver or gold in order to test our hearts, to purify us, to make us more like him. 
The last two verses are, He who restrains his words has knowledge, and he who has a cool spirit is a man of understanding. Even a fool, when he keeps silent, is considered wise. When he closes his lips, he is considered prudent. So a lot of this chapter were on um, controlling ourselves, living at peace, living just peacefully and righteously. Uh, controlling our mouth, controlling our heart, controlling our mind and our actions, and living in an upright way. And then we're on to chapter 18. And there's a subtle change here, at least in the beginning of chapter 8, where we're talking still about kind of our, our character, but it's shifted a little bit to what comes out of our mouth. Do we Do we quarrel and fight? Do we delight in just hearing ourselves speak? Or do we, uh, let's see, the, um, do, you know, do we seek wisdom? We seek the Lord. And so the four points to that. The words of a man's mouth are deep waters. The fountain of wisdom is a bubbling brook. Um, and that just kind of points to there's power in the words, whether for good or for evil. So be aware of what we speak. And that's uh, contrasted in 7 and 8, the the fool speaking to his own ruin. Um, but the words of a whisper like dainty morsels. Uh, we talked about this recently, that uh, Satan is constantly trumpeting his ideas and, and, and getting, you know, right now we see it everywhere in the world where people are rising up for every crazy idea that the, the mob has momentum for versus... God speaks in a still, small voice. Um, He is a whisper, but yet his way is the way of peace and righteousness and life. And in the same way, we need to be considerate about what we say and how we say it. What are we conveying? Which spirit are we speaking from? It's an interesting uh, grouping of verses starting in 10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and is safe. So that is secure. A rich man's wealth is his strong city. So it sounds very similar, right? A rich man feels like he has the strength of the Lord's strong tower. And like a high wall in his own imagination. So maybe it's just his own imagination that he's safe behind these walls. Before destruction, the heart of man is haughty. So we we can be haughty in the things, the life that we build up. It could be literally a rich man with monetary wealth, or it could be many other things that we build up our our sense of security and self through, but humility goes before honor. He who gives an answer before he hears, it is folly and shame. So, uh, just an interesting little collection that uh, the, the life that we build up in the flesh, we can do so because we were made in the image of God. We can do so thinking that we're building a strong tower such as God, his name, builds or is. Um, but it can all be dashed apart in no time if we if we are not humbly building what we're doing in the way of the Lord. 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So again, the the words that we speak have so much power. We need to be careful that we're speaking life.
And who do we count friends? It's important to consider who is our counsel. And then we're on to 19. Integrity is better than wealth. In other words, the inner life of God is better than the outer life that's that's readily apparent for anyone to see. A lot of the verses in this chapter are about relationship, the importance of integrity and um, wisdom in, in relationship and all the various relationships that we have in life. And also the importance of just working hard, being productive with the life that we have. It's interesting because both the, the both those things are kind of outward things. Um, it seems like the past few chapters we looked at was more about our inner life, whereas this is our outer life. So what is our outer life? One is our work, and you know how do we spend our time as far as the things that we do, and then our relationships with others is an outward life, right? How do we interact with others? And uh, so it's interesting the grouping here. And the last few verses are about uh, enjoying the discipline of the Lord, enjoying those from whom we receive discipline, that we grow in righteousness and wisdom and truth. And we'll end it there today. I'm trying to do uh, four chapters a day to end uh, Proverbs. And, uh, but that's it for today. God bless you.